0: Hi, I'm Edwin, and I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. your armor on. Stand firm, everyone. Rest your Good morning, Edwin. Morning, Andrew. Great to be back in the studio with you, brother. I am glad to be back for this week. Exciting to look at Psalm 37
1: today. Yes.
0: Yes, Psalm 37. And,
1: uh, I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. It is one of the lengthy Psalms. Okay. So I think this is going to be one of those weeks where we will go ahead and read the whole thing today. Yep. And I'm going to read it from the English Standard Version, but throughout the remainder of the week, we'll just pick out segments that apply to whatever our conversations are going to be at that time. You cool with that? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. So from the English Standard Version, Psalm 37 of David, fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers. For they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath, fret not yourself, it tends only to evil, for the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while the wicked will be no more, though you look carefully at his place, he will not be there, but the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him, but the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy to slay those whose way is upright. Their sword shall enter their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. Better is the little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked, for the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their heritage will remain forever. They are not put to shame in evil times, in the days of famine they have abundance." But the wicked will perish. The enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures. They vanish. Like smoke, they vanish away. The wicked borrows, but does not pay back. But the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. I have been young, and now am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. He is ever lending generously, and his children become a blessing. Turn away from evil and do good, so shall you dwell forever. For the Lord loves justice. He will not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell upon it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip." The wicked watches for the righteous and seeks to put him to death. The Lord will not abandon him to his power or let him be condemned when he is brought to trial. Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. You will look on when the wicked are cut off. I have seen a wicked, ruthless man spreading himself like a green laurel tree. But he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Though I sought him, he could not be found. Mark the blameless and behold the upright, for there is a future for the man of peace. But transgressors shall be altogether destroyed. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their stronghold in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take
0: refuge in him. I love that psalm. It's like I'm reading from the Proverbs, though. I have to tell you, that's the flavor that I get. Uh, incredible wisdom. Statements speaking about remembering who God is, even though it looks like the righteous are forsaken. And not only that, but the perspective from an aged person king david i guess i mean he, he brings in i'm young and now i'm old and this mm-hmm. is what i've seen mm-hmm. and all that it gives me very much a flavor of a proverbs or an ecclesiastes something like this the wise king reflecting upon the goodness of god
1: some weeks we've pushed back against labeling and the genres it's psalms like this however that cause us to say Well, sometimes, sometimes Sometimes we do find a genre. This, this is one that pretty clearly we could say, this is a wisdom Psalm. Okay. Or sometimes we use that 25 cent word didactic. Mm. It's a teaching Psalm, which is what being didactic means. Yeah. Like you just taught me the word didactic. (laughs) There you go. That's helpful. (laughs) This is why we do text talk. That's right. (laughs) Increase our vocabulary. (laughs) So yeah, it is a wisdom Psalm. It is very much a wisdom Psalm. And in fact, Honestly, one of the best ways to study this psalm, Andrew, is to go through and and connect to the Proverbs, find the places where Proverbs are saying similar things. Okay. One of the things that's interesting about that, just in the realm of wisdom literature, is that Proverbs is this—most of the time, this very, very positive book— yeah. It's the idea, as you go through the Proverbs over and over again, we see statements that basically say, if you do what's
0: right, you'll get what's right. If you do what's wrong, you're going to get judged. Plenty of warnings in the Proverbs about doing wrong. Like, we're warned against all kinds of wrong. But but you're right. Steer clear of it, and you'll be blessed. Yes, absolutely. And, and there's... If you just read Proverbs,
1: there would be this sense of everyone who does right ought to always have blessing, ought to always have riches, ought to always have health, and everyone who does wrong ought to immediately be judged and taken out of the picture or corrected and brought back to truth. And so there's that there's that kind of proverbial picture and when we get to the proverbs we will comment about well these are general truths they're not right. always 100% true all
0: things being equal yeah, uh, yeah those
1: are the kind of things we say a psalm like Psalm 37, though, is kind of the foil to Proverbs. There are a lot of things that are, are exactly like the Proverbs, mm-hmm, and yet why mm-hmm. do we have Psalm 37? Because David sees that it doesn't always look like what Proverbs says it ought to look
0: like. Yeah, it looks like the wicked are having all this time of blessing and all this time of the sun. Uh, it looks like the wicked make their plans, and uh, they come about great. And they're doing well. And so, what the natural tendency for me
1: in that moment is to fret. Mm. At least that's the word the English Standard Version uses. What does your say, fret, in the New King James?
0: Yeah, you know, it does. Fret. It's the
1: same, same word. <laughs> that must be the word. There we go. Fret. Fret. I, and I do not talk. do it. <laughs> don't, and don't do that. And don't, don't do, do that it. one. But it's very natural. It's very mm-hmm. natural to fret, to become anxious, to become angry, to stew and, and be bothered and seethe in anger. And it might be yes. anger against the wicked. It might be anger against God. I hope we spend some time talking about that this week. I think we need to. Anger about the whole situation. But the reason this gets written, and, and of course, I understand that the Proverbs were packaged after David, so I'm not saying David looked at the Proverbs and wrote this psalm, but it's that, the notion of the Proverbs, which is the way we think it ought to be all the time, and the sure. way it is ultimately mm-hmm. and generally, but there's a lot of times we look around and say, it doesn't look like that. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. The nations are plotting, the kings mm-hmm. are coming against us, the wicked are succeeding, mm-hmm. I'm seeing them grow, and they, they Why? Why mm-hmm. is that
0: happening, yeah. and how should I respond to it? Yeah. And so we have Psalm thirty-seven. I love Psalm thirty-seven, even as you're bringing that up about the issue of the nations raging, mm. and uh, and how will God respond to that? I mean, God is all through Psalm thirty-seven, oh. but there's echoes here of the earlier psalms, right? Of of Psalm two, particularly when you start highlighting the the nations' plots and God's response. Yes, yes. That To me, that
1: is so cool because do you remember that when we were talking about Psalm 36 last week, we highlighted that Psalm 36 reminded us of... Psalm 1, right, right, because Psalm 1 gives us the two ways, Mm -hmm. the two people, the blessed and the wicked, and the way of those two people, and the two destinations. Mm -hmm. And we highlighted last week that Psalm 36 gives us the two counselors or the two guides. It's it's almost like we're back at Psalm 1 at the fork in the road with those two ways, and we've discovered that there are two guides at the head of those ways trying to direct us to go. So Psalm 36 reminds us of Psalm 1. Mm -hmm. Now we've come to Psalm 37 and yes, it does remind me of Psalm two. I think specifically, Psalm thirty-seven, verses twelve and thirteen, say this: "The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him, but the Lord laughs at the
0: wicked, for he sees that his day is coming." Now it's been a while since we talked about the laughter of the Lord. Yes, uh, but it, but he's he. It's it's a it's a derisive. Oh yeah. Laughing, it's It's that they are fools for trying to win against the Lord.
1: Well, as hard as it is for us to accept, there are scoffers who scoff at the Lord, and what the Lord does in return is scoff back. Yeah. There is a place for the Lord to scoff, and he scoffs at the scoffers. At the wicked. And the first time we talked about the laughter of the Lord was...
0: Mm-hmm. Psalm, Psalm two. 2. Yeah.
1: And so Psalm 2, Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart, cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion on my holy hill. Mm-hmm. So here's what I see. Tell me, tell me if you're making this connection, at least the, the way when I see the connection between Psalm 2 and Psalm 37, what I see is like king, like people.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: We, we've got the king mm-hmm. who is God's son, who is God's anointed, whom God has set on the hill. And there are all these others who are laughing and mocking and scoffing, but God, when he sees them, is scoffing back mm-hmm. because he knows what's coming. Yes. And what Psalm 37 does is gets kind of in the middle of that. It, it's recognizing... Psalm 2 almost sounds like the nation's plot, tomorrow they're de- destroyed. Yeah. Which, of course, that's not the way it worked. Mm-mm. So what Psalm 37 does is get in the middle of that. The other, the wicked are plotting, they're laughing, they're scoffing, but they're not only scoffing against the king,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're scoffing against the nation. They're scoffing against the people. In fact, in Psalm 37, it may even be there are people in the nation that are wicked, who are laughing and turning yeah. away from the Lord, and we're seeing that. And what he says is, you know that same thing back in Psalm 2 that God said about the king? He's saying that about you.
0: I enjoy so much reading these psalms and see that there are certain themes and messages that are embellished upon. Uh, you know, it's it's a similar message, but, but it's different. You know, I, I think about songs today and even in popular music. There, there's not just one love song, is there? <laughs> you think the world would have had enough of silly love songs? I mean, you think, and yet, you know, here, here's this emotion that we all experience, and yet some other artist has another thing to say about it, or a new way to phrase it, and and to, uh, you know, again, I, I use the word uh, embellish or enhance an understanding of that message, that song, and and I'm seeing that here, picking up these themes from Psalm two and really, really teasing them out. It's it's rich. The powerful thing that I see when I put it in the life of
1: David, there was a very real sense in which David, as an individual who was supposed to be the king that the Lord had anointed and was going to be the king of the people, was Mm -hmm. going to inherit the nation, Mm -hmm. inherit the land as the king. He had this period of time where there was one who was even among God's people who was pushing back. I'm thinking about, of course, while Saul is chasing him and trying to keep him from becoming king. Yeah, David goes through that for a lengthy period of time. Yes. And we've seen in these previous Psalms leading up to this one, Psalms that seem to have been written during that time. Mm -hmm. And now we've got the wisdom that was driving David. I'm going to let the Lord deal with this. I'm going to wait on the Lord. And when I wait on the Lord, He will make it happen. And He did. And now the king who has been through all of that and is sitting on his throne is aged is turning to his people and say, I know you guys see the same things in your own lives and with our nation as a whole. And
0: I'm just telling you, look, look, look at what happened with me. It will happen with you. Yeah. Wait on the Lord. Hang on. Yeah, wait on the Lord. We're so glad that you joined us for Text Talk today. We're excited about our conversations from Psalm 37. Hope that you won't miss a single one. Tell a friend about Text Talk. Share it. Like it. We love that. And send us an email. Let us know what you're learning as you read the Bible at Text Talk at Text Talk at ChristiansMeetHere.org. Let's pray. Our great God and Father, Lord, we thank you for the day. We thank you for the blessing of spending time together in your word. We thank you for this psalm. Father, we know that ultimately you are going to win, and you will laugh at the wicked. Father, we don't want to hear your laughter, but we want to see your smile and hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. And so we pray, God, that you might bless us and keep us to that end today. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today.